1: on this latest podcast edition of Speaking From Our Hearts. And today I'm joined by a lady from the UK by the name of Iona Russell. Iona, warm welcome to you.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Paul.
1: And I believe today we're going to speak about something we're going to share um, something that's very close to you, a, a topic uh, that's very close to you, Iona, about finding your calling in life.
0: Yes, it is indeed, and actually, I've faced my um, this part of my life. All my work revolves around that, helping other people. So I'm very excited to touch on this.
1: Excellent. So do you want do you want to start us on on what I call this this dance with duality, and uh, let's take to the floor for the metaphoric dance and see where that takes us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, it's um, yeah. My story with finding my own calling in life actually started with a particular night. I could literally call it tears at midnight. I was married, living in Texas, and to all extensive purposes was living the American dream. And I just had this wave of deep sadness and panic and sat up in bed and said, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't even know what this was. I I had a really rewarding job. I was working with children in foster care. Um, Everything seemed good, but for some reason, I just didn't know like, it was kind of like, now what? I would sort of, I was 42, everything seemed to be going well, but I just didn't find, I didn't feel I'd found my calling yet. And that was kind of the, the big shift for me, um, in, in slight panic, as you can imagine. Um, and so that would be, that's about seven years ago now. And uh, I started, and really that started the journey of coming back home to myself. So I like to kind of joke about it. I'm back in Scotland now, but uh, I like to say I went to Texas and I found myself. Mm. Um, But I like to say the funny thing is, as we all find out in the end, I was there. All along, and it just it it took going inwards to find myself. As we, you know, it's that saying of, uh, go within or go without, and that is so true because I spent the last the thirty years prior to that um, having some firm vacation external rewards, um, and I just I had to come back to myself and turn around all my skills and turn around and help everybody once i'd found myself i wasn't ready to do that just yet but yeah that was uh seven years ago eight years ago
1: so originally um i knew you on about sort of coming back to find yourself are you from the uk originally
0: well i am actually but I've, I've traveled a lot so i was originally born in wales and then from about the age of 17 until i moved back originally to scotland um, first time because my mum's originally from here. I was travelled around a lot, spent a lot of time in Canada, Australia, America, um, went backpacking through Europe. So yeah, I travelled extensively and in that time went to art school, um, did various trainings but it was eventually when I was 27 I decided where do I want to be and I decided to move to Scotland where my mum's family is. My mum at this point was living in Canada and yeah and so i was living in scotland and then eventually when i got married in 2010 we moved to texas and i was there for six years and then i moved back so yes i've I've done a lot of traveling um been to everywhere from nepal as well to yeah very colorful love traveling
1: excellent and and as they say travel broadens the mind um one of the things i've picked up uh, from my research Massive, massive, well, three simple letters, three simple words, should I say, Iona, but massive, massive implications. Um, who am I? I mean, a very simple question on the surface of it. Do you feel that you've answered that um, that question now?
0: On a surface level, I would say yes, but the deeper question, the who am I, the big question we all ask, I think that's always changing. Mm. And I think the secret is to evolve with that. So I don't think we ever arrive um, because quite frankly, I think if we do, then we're enlightened and um, I'm, I'm not enlightened. Mm. And, uh, but I really feel that coming, finding out who you are starts with getting quiet, quiet, and coming back to yourself. And for me, it was meditation. Um, And I don't mean meditation, like somebody has to go and sit still for an hour or go and, sit on top of a mountaintop and um, that they have to conform to what some of those images that we think of as meditation. Because I don't think, I think that kind of has some people wary. And I mean, I was also raised by Buddhist parents. So um, I've had an interesting upbringing as far as my religious exposure and spirituality exposure. Um, But for me, it actually, it just started with breathing, coming Mm. back to the conscious breath gratitude and intention setting and i think the thing is is to make it accessible to everybody because everyone can do this and just start where they are and when you can sit with yourself that's where the answers the intuition the in the insight comes from
1: yeah yeah and it is yeah it is because i think there's a lot of Confusion and complication around, you know, meditation as, as you know, generally, and you know, and when oh, I can't sit still and um, I can't concentrate, and you know, yeah, I think there's a lot of misleading um, stuff out there about, you know, what meditation is and and certainly its benefits. Um, but when I when I see that, and as I say, I've picked a question I've picked up in my research, uh, Iona, it, it makes my heart light up because I know you know, from from experience that it's a question that each and every one of us at some time or other have asked ourselves, if not regularly asked ourselves, and, and then the, you know, the second part of your uh, question on that, why am I here?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, we, we feel that we sometimes have to fulfil a role, do what we think we should, what society thinks we should, and I really find that when you come back to yourself and just do what lights you up, what you enjoy, that in itself is, becomes a reward. So it doesn't always have to be that we're not all here to um, be the next um, Martin Luther King or to solve cancer or any of these, it's just showing up authentically and doing our part in society and doing good and being there and being present with the people that we're with,
1: yeah.
0: um so someone can be the best mother. that can be their purpose. Someone can be the best chef. It doesn't have to be some big um, monumental chapter, but it certainly can be. And I just think if people get quiet and go within, and so many so many people that I work with, I mean I've had so many women in particular actually say, "Oh, I haven't got time to meditate. I haven't got time to do this." and I really just if if you can just do three conscious breaths before you start your day, that's it. Mm-hmm. And and I just find it's it's making those small steps so that whatever we're doing for ourselves, we can come to the world full with our cup um, full, so that we have more to give. So we're not just running on empty because then we can show up a hundred percent and do good in the world and show. And no matter what that is, we can be the best bus driver it it doesn't have to be the purpose doesn't have to be something that's um equivalent to being gandhi in the world it can just be doing whatever it is that we're doing to the best of our ability
1: absolutely absolutely i can remember asking that question a gentleman called jim britt who was tony robbins's coach for five years and you know and i said okay jim define purpose for us and he was very simple. Um, his response was very simple. It's whatever you're doing now. That's your mm-hmm. purpose.
0: Yeah. And I think it, it's, and that seems to be people's biggest question. And it's the simplest. And again, yeah, just it's doing whatever you're doing, doing it with purpose. And if you don't, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then change that in some way. Now, of course, some people, I'm not telling everyone, they have to quit their job and go backpacking and, and, go find themselves that way. It could just be, maybe you start with a hobby, find the things that you enjoy doing and just follow the breadcrumbs Mm. and showing up with integrity in everything you do. So, okay, maybe if you don't, if you do have a job that you don't enjoy, but then it's like, but having this job means you could pay your bills, you have the roof over your head, you're able to go for holidays. So find the gratitude in that, and actually because we know that the more you, the more we find the gratitude and the positivity in it, the more we see it and the more it shows up. It's like if somebody steps their toe at the beginning of the day, I mean, I even dropped a chair on my foot earlier today. Um, and then we go, oh, no, it's going to be an awful day. It's going to suck. And then we hit a red light. We're like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. And it's... And our mind is just amazing. It starts looking for things to prove whatever we're thinking, because our mind believes whatever we, we're telling it. It's like, oh, it's going to be a bad day. Okay, let's prove that this is right. Our mind just wants to prove that we're right, and therefore it feels it's keeping us safe. Okay, this is what you want You, you want to see. You want to see that the, everything's against you, that you're gonna hit every red light, that it's all gonna go wrong, and your anxiety goes up, and your um, cortisone levels are up. And yeah, I'm, Things kind of snowball whereas if we can kind of go, okay, that happened like I dropped the chair on my foot today um, I didn't break it. My son was here. He helped me. So I was able to find some gratitude in it under a few um, choice words But <laughs> it, but it's moving through it and, and this is what happens instead of staying in that moment Yeah, of, and holding on to that and I think that's the thing you just have to let it go and yeah. go okay move forward, find gratitude and um, not make light of a situation, but shine light on the possibilities that come about because of things, the job or the fact that my son was there to help me or or anything.
1: Mm. Arguably the three most important words in the world, let it go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, three simple words yet again. And So I'm going to ask you this question, Iona. Um, is, Is the game of life we play... Is it basically just a simple game?
0: Hmm. I prefer to think of it as a dance. Yeah. Because I find if we use the word game, that could imply there's winners and there's losers. And for me, that's not how I like to view it. So I like to think of it as a dance or we're all in this together. So it's, it's showing up, it's participating um, it's enjoying it. It's learning a, a new a new dance move. But is it a game? It's enjoyable, and we get to participate. And I think if we don't participate, then that's where that could be where we feel we're losing the game. I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've never thought of it as a game. I think of life as more more of a a cosmic dance
1: yeah and interesting at the top of our conversation I actually that was probably one of the very first phrases I used to you wasn't it about dancing with duality oh yeah um because isn't you know I mean is the reality for all of us without going to sort of too deep into you know this is obviously not a conversation around non-duality per se but isn't that reality for all of us, Iona, that, um, was it Chopra that said, we're spiritual beings having human challenges and experiences. Um, so there is this duality. And as much as we kind of, you know, spiritually or even philosophically buy into the oneness, the reality is, well, okay, That I, I, I love that. I liken it to a rocking chair because... If I'm in a rocking chair and I'm, I'm at peace and it's beautiful and I'm moving backwards and forwards and I'm so relaxed and oh this is this is this is blissful, but I'm not actually going anywhere, I'm being. And you you touched upon it earlier on, um, Iona, around you know the being aspect and you know and that's absolutely valid. I think you know life for me is made of dualities. You know for every day there's a night, for every hot there's a cold. You know, light, dark, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The list goes on; it's endless. It surrounds us all the time. But just to go back to the rocking chair, that stillness, that inertia, that peace that goes with being in that one space, that focus, one space um, that gives us that blissful relaxation. You could even use the word meditation. But isn't that then countered by? the taking some action to make things happen you know the more practical side of who we are as human beings if you will
0: oh my gosh absolutely and i'm I'm so glad you mentioned that because yeah as much as there's so many um people out there saying yes if you just ask and it will come and a lot of people are um shouting about manifestation but quite frankly you've got to take action Mm. And if you don't, it's not going to happen. So as much as I would love to have a six pack, I'm not going to take action to do that quite frankly, because I don't want to, Mm. I can't be bothered. And I'd rather have, you know, um, eat some cheese and have some chocolate. So I know I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to focus my attention on that. I allow, I let that go. I'm never going to have six. pack. I've never had a six pack, but you have to, you have to work with the laws of the universe. If we're saying that as, yeah you can't just wish it and and stay all completely zen in that moment you still have to take action you have to participate in your life you have to you have to like open the door for possibilities to come in because if you've got all your rubbish blocking the door you can't get out to explore the possibilities but opportunity can't get in either and and something that i was thinking of is when you were talking about the rocking chair and i was picturing that wonderful moment of being and si- sitting in the light and being in that sense of um, stillness. I think what else, so many people choose not to talk about it is that shadow side because there can't be light without the dark, that yin and yang, you, know, you just mentioned it as well with daytime and nighttime. Mm. We have to embrace all of us and we all have qualities about ourselves that maybe we hide or we don't like to talk about. I mean, I've struggled with depress- depression in my past, I don't own that depression. I I refer to it as a gremlin that is part. Like I see her coming, and I acknowledge her, so I don't get caught up in a a mess with her. So, but that is part of me, and that is part of my the the shadow side of me. So, I think being in that present moment of being and sitting on that rocking chair, we still have to take action, and we still have to embrace all of us, our shadow parts as well. And I'm. And it doesn't have to be as dark and and scary as some people make out. It's it's just being truthful. It starts with being truthful of ourselves. Um, what are those parts of us that we're hiding from other people, hiding from ourselves even? Yeah. And I and I think we really have to shine the light on all on both sides of all of us because there's it's not all light and unicorns and rainbows. Um, because that's I mean the night brings the day and the night, the day. that's reminds me of that Doors song, actually. Um, but, yeah, it, it's all of that. It's embracing all of us and it's taking action.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, it, is, the, it is the essence of duality. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody very recently and uh, between us, we came up with a... Uh, well, we, we didn't kind of look out to come up with anything, but it just kind of emerged... Um, And just six simple words, Iona. Being and doing spirit in action. And I thought that really did powerfully in six simple words sum up around this duality on the one hand, as you say, this Zen like um, (laughs) blissful way of being being stationary in the, chair, in the rocking chair, if you will, and they're doing the action. Yeah, but okay, that's fine. But, you know, we need some milk or we need some... Somebody's going to have to go to the store and buy something. Otherwise, we're going to starve. And somebody's going to have to pay the mortgage. Otherwise, we'll be homeless. And this, you know, as much as it's lovely to, to rest in the rocking chair, the, you know, the Halifax Building Society or yep. whatever it is, that, that, that's not going to cut it with them paying the mortgage. Um but this spirit in action, I mean, I thought was a really, really good way to sum up this, you know, the practicalities of all our lives. Because the essence of what what we try to create on speaking from our hearts are simple messages for for everyday people. And I know that sounds is, is even with that sort of there's a, there's an element of judgment of that. Well, who are you to say what everyday people are? But we use a language. Uh, and I know this resonates with you um, because, yet again, from uh, from my research um, um, in a language that masses understand, unquote. And isn't that true for all of us to pass these lessons on, these lessons on, Iona, whatever they may be, big ones, small ones. And, and we share our information and we dance. We do dance. I mean, I, I absolutely buy that. But I think it for me personally, it is a game as well because the game we play is the one with ourselves more than anything.
0: Oh, and it's – yeah, we do pass it on. And something I always say at the beginning of my workshops is I am not going to teach you anything new that's not already out there. Mm. We've had all the great philosophers come before us. We've had, you know, the big thinkers. I mean, it's – but it's delivering it in a way that maybe – is going to resonate with somebody else because it's the way that I'm sharing it. It's my understanding. It's what I take from it and my life experience. And I list on my—I'm um, sure you saw on my website—that I haven't gone and just said I've had this wonderful life and it's been squeaky clean. I, you know, I've come out of divorce. I've—I um, struggled with um, drug and alcohol misuse. So all these, because we've all had all aspects, it's no point standing up here and presenting this holier than thou persona it's like yeah life is real these are my experiences now let me share with you my interpretation of what I've learned and if it resonates with somebody that's wonderful and if not then go and find somebody else that you can connect with because I think yeah we're all here to learn from each other Mm. and I don't think anybody's and I don't think anybody is above Anybody else? We're all equal. It's like we're sitting around the campfire, having conversation. And I've heard like the great thing is like Wayne Dyer speak, and I've been so fortunate to hear some of the people I've heard. And um, the great, great people are always yeah, we're just equal. We're all here, basically around the same campfire. Actually, when I w- heard Wayne Dyer speak, he was sat in an armchair on the stage,
1: mm.
0: having a conversation much like you and I are having, and. Yeah, There was none of this, I'm better than you. Um, he, and that's the thing. I think we're all just trying to share, show up, do the dance and share our insights and learnings with each other. And we're, we're all, um, we're, we are all enough. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle. And I certainly did that, you know, I'm not enough, something's wrong with me. And I think the only thing that's ever wrong with any of us is that we think there's nothing wrong with us that we think there's something wrong with us so yeah i think we are enough as we are we just we need to start where we are
1: yeah it's that. it's about that self acceptance isn't it you know i'm human i'm going to make mistakes um i'm, I'm fra- you know i put it out there and i i love to do this and play devil's advocate as a what and a label that people have certainly given me semi consistently in the past of an alpha male guy great thank you because what you've given given me there is a stage to communicate in a language that you maybe understand because let me tell you this this guy that you think is alpha male that can do this can do that do you know what he's vulnerable he's insecure he cries you know what And big boys are not supposed to cry are they according to the world certainly in the uk stiff upper lip and all that Mm -hmm. but i'll tell you what This is a big boy that does cry. And he is a big boy because he's learned how to cry and be vulnerable. And I think once that, when we refer to that letting go and drop the mask, Iona, that is the strength. I think Brenya Brown terms it the strength in vulnerability. And, you know, I think we are, you know, essentially simple beings, all of us. But with these things called uh, minds and egos and, and all this kind of other stuff, well, that really complicates it and that kind of takes me back to this This is why I massively believe that life is a very simple game. We complicate it because we think we know best and we've picked all these labels up from an early age, believing it to be right without questioning it. Why would Why would we question it? Because we don't know what we don't know. Um, and this is kind of as we travel through from an early age we've got that many labels and plasters on us it's no wonder when we look in the mirror and you know we're confused about who we actually are and so for me and it's interesting you you mentioned Wayne Dyer because he's been one of my very profound influences particularly with his Tao Te Ching approach mm-hmm. and, and what I love about Dyer or the most powerful one of those 81 verses I own is when he says those that know and do not speak mm. and that's that inner knowing of look whatever the world may say and judge me because they're going to judge you anyway fine just accept that and it's like, do you know what thank you but no thank you it's your label you've chose to give me whether that's whatever it is but the operative it's your label so thank you you keep it even if it's a nice label you keep it
0: well and that's the thing so it is because if we're, if we're looking for validation and, and looking for the praise and the compliments that people give us, then of course we're going to look and be triggered by the negativity. And I think it's, I, I like to say, not my circus, not my monkeys. Um, what you think of me is, is not my problem one way or the other way. I mean, I'm human, so I'm vulnerable to that. But I think vulnerability is those of us sh- who are speaking up, showing up and speaking with integrity and speaking as ourselves, because people certainly know it and they do, they pick up on it. And um, I think at the last, yeah, the last speaking gig I did, I was actually, I was so nervous, but I told everybody as they were coming in, you know, the people who didn't want to sit down by the front, i was mean, just like, you think you're nervous, you know, my heart's pounding and just <laughs> that vulnerability, we all started laughing, we had a bit of a giggle and, um, and it's like, oh, okay it made us all equal i also always wear my like generally when i'm when i am standing in front of people speaking i tend to wear shorts not shorts uh t-shirt jeans converse like i look like i look when i'm at home Mm. because that's me and my teenager was so impressed when he saw the photographs of the last time i spoke he's like oh i thought you'd be in a suit it's like i don't even own a suit Mm. so it's showing up as yourself and sharing our messages and yeah we're going to be judged and there's so many labels that people throw around and i I think we all have to learn not to contribute to that and get caught up in that um and yeah it's showing up integrity being vulnerable and um yeah and and wearing our hearts on our sleeve and that, that takes courage and um i can't remember who said it there was it was a buddhist Um, spiritual leader and I mean he he said that the bravest thing to do is to actually show up as yourself that is the most courageous thing to do yeah and particularly in this day of social media and um, the the highlight wheel that everybody gets to see uh, try and remember to not compare ourselves to that
1: Mm. interesting that um, when you mentioned earlier on about your connection with Wales what was uh, going through my mind there um absolute all time i mean I'm very passionate about my music because i think music is such or can be such an influential part in our lives and on our and our journey and our healing but a lady uh, from wales um shirley Bassey, dame shirley Bassey, and she that iconic song this is my life and when she sings in her own inimitable style and bellows with those very powerful lungs but the, the lyrics i own around um, I don't give a damn for lost emotions. I have such a lot of love I want to give. Let me live. Let me live. And, you know, there's immense power in that for a message for all of us, really. And, and, and as you say, quite rightly, you know, easier said than done sometimes as human beings. We do get affronted by other people's negative thoughts, comments, judgments, criticisms, call them what you will, But I think in terms of a guiding light to work towards uh, and passing on a practical lesson, it's like, what you think of me is really none of my business. Who really cares? It means more to you than it means to me. So you keep
0: it. Yeah. And my happiness is my responsibility. It's not yours. Um, And yeah. And doing it our own way. And that's a, that's a wonderful song. I'm so pleased you mentioned that, but yeah, it, it is. It's, it's doing it, doing everything our own way and, and, with that is strength, owning that, that's where our strength comes from. Um, when we compare ourselves to others and we're trying to do it their way or we think somebody else knows a better way, of course we can go and learn from people. But we have to learn to recognise our own strength, the the lion or the lioness in all of us, the warrior or warriors. Um, mm. Yeah, and coming together in that strength together and that vulnerability.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. By way of uh, drawing things to a conclusion, Iona, I want to ask you one big question, as I I, uh, always sign off with my guests. But before I do, um, I want to let that stew for a moment. How can people reach out and get in touch with you first? What's your contact details, your website? We've already sort of mentioned that two or three times. What's the web address? Uh,
0: It is my name, IonaRussell.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you can contact me through there. You can book um, a little call. I've also got a book coming out actually. Oh, but that's very exciting! I just sent it off to the editors, and it's coming out in November before Christmas. Called uh, "Hold It." It's called "Making Waves." Making so waves. that all the information will be up on the website, and yeah, people can just reach out to me. And I work online with people. not it doesn't all have to be in person. Uh, that's the the beauty of modern technology. <laughs>
1: And, and this podcast episode being a prime example of that,
0: it is because we haven't actually met in person. No, and this is this is what I love about the world of possibility. With the information era, as they say, we are, we, we can talk to people all the way around the world. It's just amazing.
1: Yeah, we're about fourteen, fifteen hundred miles apart at the moment. We're <laughs> having a conversation, which we may we may as well be in each other's front room, so to speak. Um, so, coming to that big question, then. Iona, by way of bringing things to an end. Um, one big message to share with the world, one big message from yourself, what would it be?
0: You are enough.
1: Pure and simple, but very powerful. You are enough. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I love about that? That really encapsulates what we spoke about earlier on about dyes, those that know do not speak. Three very, very, very simple words. You are enough. But boy, is that the truth and the power of the reality for all of us. I Iona, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed.
0: Thank you so much, Paul. It's been wonderful to be here with you.
1: And so there we are, listeners. And I guess you know what's coming next as I sign off by saying, no matter what you do in your life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.